This is a podcast from Rover. Morena, thank you for having me. Uh, now, first things first, uh, we know you've got a new book coming out, and I think one thing that's staple in most Kiwi houses is the Edmunds Cookbook. Oh, but I'm thanks. thinking after reading this, getting my eyes on your book, bro, <laughs> you might be able to shift that one out and make that one the more regular, right? That's literally the biggest compliment anyone yeah. can get yeah. in, really? like, in the publishing world in New Zealand. Yeah. 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 Would you have like used the, the Edmunds Cookbook? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cheese scones? Where oh, else do you go? Oh, oh, oh. Wait, my True. wife um, used to make the chocolate brownies in there um, when when uh, she's been a naughty girl and she wants to make me a little bit happy she'll make me the brownies and then oh, we'll be back God. on the good books yeah um, seems like what do I do with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it back brother talk to us about your brand new cookbook yeah so finally it's out I've been working on it for like over a year and it's it's modern Chinese and it's basically 70 plus easy everyday Chinese recipes that you can yes. have really accessible ingredients if you live everywhere around Aotearoa, not just yeah. Amaki. Um, so kind of the big thing going in was like, how do I create a Chinese cookbook that is accessible for everyone? If you just have access to like the warehouse or like yeah. a yeah. new world, yeah. you can basically cook almost everything from that book. Oh, cool. A big part of that book was to create a really approachable pantry where I have created a tier system of like tier ones being like, ingredients you can get basically anywhere tier mm-hmm. two and three you might need a special visit to an asian grocer mm-hmm. but all the recipes that require specialty chinese ingredients are generally optional in the book as well so no. um so oh, wow. i wanted it to be for everyone really yeah. and this is one of the f- very few like chinese cookbooks ever come out of new zealand so definitely the only one in the last decade i so, love i love yeah. the tier system that you got because yeah. like uh for me like i'm relatively like new to trying out different things right but then you watch cooking shows and they might be talking about things like saffron or truffle but i ain't gonna go rush out and get truffle and saffron i don't even know how to do the basics so yeah having this in the book as well and then i see in the front you got a picture with are those your parents yeah, yeah, yeah oh, mom and dad large inspiration behind the book too huge they yeah. taught me so much about like sacrifice and mm-hmm. the resilience but like coming to new zealand and like building, you know, building from what they know, you know, their cultural backgrounds and like slowly adjusting and assimilating into New Zealand and like how that's taught me how to like basically survive in this world and like how does this book kind of yeah. combine the two of those together? Yeah. Did they have input with the book where they're like, no, 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 son, 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 this is the wrong way to explain this. This is how you do the son. No, surprisingly. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's because this book is very much, you know, when it's called modern Chinese, it's because I am modern Chinese and, right. and it's Chinese my way, right? And, and it's yeah. a very diaspora-focused Chinese cookbook and um, definitely the first from New Zealand of its kind. And um, and yeah, I, I've, I've got so many people involved in it, like from the garments I wore in the photo shoots to the ceramics made, uh, all from people in my community. Um, I've got poems in there by the current poet? New Zealand poet oh. laureate as well. Okay. So, yeah, it, it, this book is like kind of, it is, you know, about community as much as it is about approachable food. Oh, I, I love that. We've got a quote from Nadia Lim on the cover too. That's oh, our that's, girl right there. That's our girl. That's yeah. compliments right there. Do you find in New Zealand, it, like you think this, do you think this may be the perfect place for a cookbook like this? Because I feel like, I don't know, have any mates that have a boring palate. I think all my mates are like, "What's your favorite food?" And it's it's never it's never New Zealand food or fast food. Oh, it's always, oh, I, I like I love Chinese food or I love Indian food or I love um, anything else. And it's always, I, I like I feel like my favorite place to frequent is, um, you know, the Ponsonby Food Court here in Tamaki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like you go there and all of us get to have something different. Or yeah. sometimes I'll get. Sushi, but I'll always also buy dumplings, or yeah. yes. I'll, I'll get some Italian, but I'll also buy some roti. And yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that mixing it up. Do you think in New Zealand it's like we're more receptive to something like this? Hundred percent. You know, yeah. I think you know New Zealand is such an amalgamation of so many cultures and, and diverse palates as well, and mm. and 
when you go overseas where there's not a lot of diversity yeah. and then you come back to New Zealand, you like you realize how lucky you are. Yeah. Like especially if you go like Europe, you're like, oh okay, like quite a small flavor spectrum, right? right. So yeah. um so when you come here, you're like, okay, that's all these flavors. But that's what Chinese food is. If you think about oh. the complexity of Chinese gastronomy, I spent many years like trying to understand this. I know nothing. You know, mm. the more you understand it, the more you realize you don't know anything about this. But Chinese gastronomy is so vast and diverse that, like, to a point where Sichuan alone is larger than France, mm-hmm. right? And then if you've got all these, like, over 20 different provinces around China, you've got the north, which has got, like, Russian and Mongolian mm. kind of influence, where you get, get things like borscht and, and sauerkraut and, like, <laughs> lamb and cumin. And in the south, you get rice and steamed fish. And then in the center, you get, like, really spicy red oil, mm. like, brothy dumplings yeah, and yeah. things like that. But Chinese landscape and, and gastronomy is one of the most complex in the world. It, it might actually just be the most complex in the world because you've got vast landscapes like deserts. Then you've got subtropical kind of environments as well mm-hmm. largest flora and fauna in the world so therefore the ingredients in itself and the neighboring countries and, and cultures of influence creates infinite with food oh wow well you're really a student of the game eh? Uh-huh. you can tell you love it eh? love the guy. i'm <laughs> passionate <laughs> Sau- sauerkraut for me is like the the catfish of the hot dog oh. I, I, when i was in um, when i was in new york what? Um, what? and i went to go get a hot dog from like a street vendor right and i didn't realize that it wasn't onion and i expected onions and then when i bit into it and it was like not quite bitter but it didn't have like that sweet onion taste mm. and i was like and you call me off guard there yeah. a little bit of a catfish uh what, what do you call it like oh. Garnish. Like not actually a catfish. No, no not like a catfish. Like the the um, <laughs> the like uh, the term that you would use if you're just being it looks like something else, but then you expect yes. it's like, yeah, and then it's <laughs> got an interesting him. taste. Okay, um, okay. Just to, I just want to touch on like for our my Fano, uh, your credibility because I've watched you on TikTok and like there's a few times that you've gone around and I had to go after seeing. You. Did you go to Matsu? Masu, oh, Masu, Masu. Uh, by the Sky Tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched your video and then I had to tell my wife that we have to go there purely on what you were eating. Oh, really? Yes. Oh my god, I'm an influencer. And it was it brought me so much joy because you had tried it and you give your review and it's beautiful, quiet. And then at the front, you're just like smiling. I'm like, this is the this is the kind of guy I want to follow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so two things, fanboy. Two things. Uh, before we wrap up, tell us how we can see you more, and then tell us where we can find your book. Just follow me on Instagram. That's like yeah. where I upload and post everything that I do, basically. Um, and the book is everywhere where good book, where good books are sold, essentially. Yeah, Amazing. I've just found the dumpling area in the oh, uh, cookbook, bro. which is probably going to be my favorite. So, <laughs> yeah, huge section. I basically want to hold everyone's hand through that process yeah. and, and show you that's not scary. Yo, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, cool! Oh my gosh, Sam, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for having me.